I can build such a persona around this character. Stop. It is you so good. My sister like, has already tried. Forever I've been seeing you as like the, the cat lady. Although this could still kind of fixate into the, like like morph into the cat lady. But I'm thinking even more though what we can do with this. Like I'm seeing branding opportunities. I mean it is With kind what of, you can do. It's, it's kind of funny. I wish it wasn't having okay. to do with myself. I want to explore some ideas with you. No. I think we can make some money off of this. We'll throw it out there. We'll see what the listeners think. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> you are going to be a household name. Hello, everyone. Stop it. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do sincerely mean that. I hope uh, everybody can go to iTunes. You can always leave our review on there or follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all of those places and share the shows. That's always fun. And go to our website, funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link Oh, that's a for wonderful link of your Amazon shopping needs. That's where I bought the drone for my dad from. Oh, that's exciting. On the one that yeah. you decided to uh, take it upon yourself to crash into the ground over and over again? Yep. That's cool. the one. Good present, bro. Yep. Totally. Totally mm-hmm. was till I broke it. Uh, but anyway, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com click on the Amazon link if you have to buy a replacement drone. All right. I just want to get right into this because we've got we've got a bunch of stuff as usual that we're going to get to. We've got some listener submissions for some uh, possible new music beds that I want to play on the show today awesome. and get some opinions on. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of things, but there's nothing more important than what we are going to get to here Stop right off the bat. It. And I it's something have told that you. I, I want because we already did the thing. I'm like, oh, I should just let it go. But I want everyone listening to know what a treat they're about to find out. So, Sarah, why don't you explain what happened this weekend and what your new name is? I don't have a new name. All right. Well, over Christmas, you know, we already talked all about that. But uh, my mom likes to make a lot of snacks, uh, like pre- Pre snacks before um, you know the big festive events, and you had you just uh, briefly you spent Christmas with your sister and your sister's daughter, who is yes. what two? How old uh, is she? She's going to be two in February. Okay, so um, with little Eloise, who's just the cute, the cutest thing in the entire world, and um, so before little Eloise, oh how we're proud of her. Okay, wait, what's that? <laughs> big Lebowski. Oh, okay, I didn't know what you were doing. Okay, there. yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, so anyway, making snacks, blah, blah, blah. So my mom will make like some snacks, you know, like, uh, like cheese and crackers and like little smokies. And one of the things that she made this year, which are delicious, is she gets a, <laughs> she gets a whole bunch of Costco meatballs. And she puts the meatballs in the crock pot and makes like this delicious concoction. I don't know if it's like, it's some sort of marinade that's like sweet and that's like sweet and tangy, but like spicy. It's like really good. So these meatballs are delicious. So I love the meatballs. I ate a lot of meatballs. And how many meatballs, meat, meatballs did you eat? I counted how many little smokies I ate. I didn't count how many meatballs I ate. How many little smokies? In one day? Yeah. 36. You ate, you ate three dozen little smokies in one day? I ate 20 the first time around, and then I ate 16 later on in the night. Wow. My mom thought it was weird that I counted them. She's like, why do you count them? You should just It is them. weird. At that point, it, I would, it would kind of ruin it for me if you're counting it. Because if you know you've eaten 36 little Smokies, I would sit there that's and think really about that. That's really not that many. I mean, they're little. That is, I mean, they are little. They're but little. But that's a lot of little Smokies. 
Over the course of a day, that's not that many little smokies. I, Plus, you can have them in like one bite, but so you no, have a you, toothpick, and you're like, well, one. Uh-uh, it's two. not over the course of the day. You said these were in two sittings. Yes, that so is over the course of the day. 20, one earlier in the day, one later in the day. You ate 20 little smokies in one sitting. Yeah. That's a lot of It little was smokies. not that many. And I could have eaten more, but you know what? I stopped myself because I needed to save room for dinner. <laughs> and then had some dinner, and then later on in the evening. Holy shit. Actually, now that I'm thinking about this, like, have you ever considered entering like a like an eating contest? I brought this up before to you. Eat, I could probably have a little smoky eating contest. I think you would do very well. If you can eat 20 little smokies in a sitting, what's stopping you from pushing that, you know, another 10 each time? How many little smokies do you think you could eat in five minutes? Oh. If you put your mind to it. If I, like, if there was no limit or shame? Yes. Oh, so many. Like, a, how many? In a minute, do you think? Uh, in five, five minutes. Five minutes. I could probably do, see, one. Probably taking me about three to four seconds to eat. So three times 20. I could do 100. You could do 100 little smokies in five minutes. I'm pretty sure, because I could do 20. I, I'm sure I could do 20 little smokies We need minute. to put this to the test. We have some events coming up, uh, which we I'm haven't even announced yet in January. I'm not eating little smokies in front of people. That's just, no. I'm not eating a bunch of sausages. We've got some really cool, cool smaller events that are coming up this in this January, February, yeah. March that we're going to be talking about. But the other but thing, all right. I think, I think there is... I know I know this is making you uncomfortable. No, but no, it's not. I'm saying, but this isn't what the story is. It's about. not what the story is about. I'm sorry, yeah. I got sidetracked here. Now that I'm now that I know that you are confident, I did, my mom you was like, she's like Sarah, why are you can, why are you counting your little smokies? I'm like, I don't know. Well, I need to have because they need to be an even number, first all right, of all. Well, that was not what we were gonna be talking about. Uh, we we'll have to get back to this. We're gonna have to come back to the little smoky thing. Oh, they're so good. God, I'm sorry, I just got so sidetracked by this. Okay, but that's I mean you, they really are so small. Like we had little bowls. Like and you could put like ten in a little bowl and only have it be half full. Little smokies. Anyway, little smokies are not the that's the moral not the subject of the story. Because once I once a, I got tired of the little smokies, that's a story for another time. Then um, so we only had little smokies for a little bit, and then after I polished all those, I'm like, okay, now we can have meatballs. <laughs> you ate the house out of little smokies. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> anyway, so Eloise was not a big fan of the little smokies. Maybe because she wasn't allowed to have any because I was eating all of them. But Eloise loved the meatballs. She did. So what we do is like cut a meatball in half, you know, make sure, like blow on it, make sure it's nice and cool uh-huh. so she doesn't burn herself with the meatballs. Sure. And for some reason, she just latched on to the word meatball. She loved it. So I would go it's and cut It's a fun her. word. It's a fun word. So I was like eating. So, you know, we're very classy in my family where there's like, you know, a little cup full of toothpicks. You know, like our festive holiday toothpicks where you can, uh-huh. like, you take the spoon and you scoop all of the meatballs onto the plate and then you take the toothpick and you eat the meatball on the toothpick. Oh, the glamour. Yeah. And, uh, so, but, you know, she didn't get a toothpick, so I would be eating a meatball and she'd look at me and she would, she knew that I was eating the meatballs and every time she'd just look at me and go, like, meatball, meatball. So I'd give her a meatball, a, a half of a meatball, and then she'd, like, walk around, like, chewing it, like, walking around. And then, like, so I'd be sitting there talking to my mom, and all of a sudden I'd feel, like, a tug on my leg, like, meatball, meatball. And Heather thought it was hilarious, my sister. She's like, she's like, does Auntie have a meatball? Auntie have a meatball? And Eloise starts going, Auntie, meatball. <laughs> Auntie, meatball. And Heather's like, Auntie, meatball? And she started saying them together. <laughs> so then she starts chasing me around the house going, Auntie, meatball. Auntie Meatball, Auntie Meatball, and she kept calling me Auntie Meatball. I was so <laughs> because Heather, like Heather, would try and feed her meatballs. Like she would give her a piece. She'd be like, "Eloise, do you want a do you want a piece of meatball?" And she'd be like, "No." And then she'd run around and she'd see me, and I I would like just be like sitting there, not even having a meatball. Didn't even have a meatball at this point. And she was cut to me, and she'd be like, 
Auntie Meatball? Auntie Meatball? And she kept calling me. Then, so I could not get her to stop calling me. My sister thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. It is the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. So she's chasing. So, <laughs> so my sister has trained Eloise to now only get meatballs from Auntie Meatball. So then we were running back and forth, you know, as toddlers do, because I'm trying to, you know, get her tired so that my sister and I can go out for a beer later. So I'm running back and forth with her. And she just, uh, she stopped saying auntie and just started saying, she started yelling meatball. And she and I ran back and forth between my parents' kitchen and the front door, which is about 15 feet. We just ran back and forth, back and forth about 20 minutes, just going meatball, meatball, meatball. She, all she wanted to do was yell meatball. <laughs> and then when she got done, she kept calling me. She would like hold my hand. She'd be like, auntie, meatball, auntie, meatball. <laughs> so now, so now it's gone from, I was auntie Rara. At Thanksgiving to Auntie Sarah at the beginning, because she, now she can say Sarah at the beginning of Christmas, to uh, by the time my Christmas vacation was over, I am now Auntie Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is going to stick forever. It's not. You are going to be Auntie Meatball. No, because Heather kept trying to make it like, no. even when Eloise had forgotten about it, uh, Heather would be like, oh, where's Auntie? And, and Lulu would look at me. Oh, no. Heather is not going to let you forget that. I, no. So Lulu would look at me. She'd be like, Sarah. And it's the cutest thing ever. You know what's not cute? Look, being looked at and being said, meatball. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking at me. <laughs> no. Food. You have to she embrace this. She wouldn't take this. meatballs from anybody else either. Like my mom. Like I'm like, grandma has meatballs. And she'd be like, no. And she'd, Auntie up, and she'd sticks out her, like, her little sticky hand. And she's like, Auntie Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing, though. You have to embrace this because what's going to happen is... What am I is, supposed to do? How do I embrace this? Your new this? name in the family is Auntie Meatball. I mean, that's just what it is. Like, Eloise is going to be, you know, 14 or whatever and have some friends over for Christmas and be like, oh, is Auntie Meatball coming? Oh, that's my Aunt Sarah. We call her Auntie Meatball. You're going to be known as Auntie Meatball. No, it's going to be no be contest. Auntie Meatball. <laughs> it's too late. You're Auntie Meatball. You That's just who you are. Um See, as I blame see, my sister because she was saying the two separate things and like separate exclamations. <laughs> she, she'd be like, Auntie, meatball. And then she squished them together. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Your sister knows something funny when she hears it. Yeah, she did. Uh, <laughs> so, so you, you have to embrace this. And now I think what, what Ed in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, is, is saying you're, you always have to bring meatballs now. Like you've got to embrace it. Like that's your thing. No, but Everywhere that makes you it show sadder. up, you bring meatballs. That makes it sadder because Anti I'm trying to like, here. make it Like when someone's trying to make something work, like when they're trying to give themselves a nickname, uh-huh. it's just uncomfortable for everybody. Uh-huh. Like I'm not going to walk in and be like, guess who's here? Anti Meatball. Oh, but you have to. I'm not going to do that. I need to duck this. You are going to be the kooky ant. You know, you'll be... In your well, yes, in your I want 50s, to be the and you'll have like the want... the colored hair and like a whole bunch of bobbles because you'll get more and more bobbles the older you get, and you'll be you'll be called anti meatball. Oh my god, Tucky just wrote, here born him. here, they call me meatball. Now you even sound like you're from Bremerton. <laughs> you are. Your inner Bremelo is really starting to shine through lately. Over the last couple of years. It's definitely coming through. I really do love it there. Yeah, anti meatball. I mean, I never want to live there. But I love visiting there. I think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, twisted little town. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, it's so pretty and it's so Born dirty. here. <laughs> Born here. <laughs> it's so pretty and so dirty and it just has 
<laughs> it has my heart. Bremerton has my heart. Like she's gonna grow out of it. You're going to be obsessed about the meatballs. Like and just send the chat too. I don't. Quoting Eloise, I don't know why, but she has been bringing me meatballs all my life. Like you just like latch on to it. I'm not going to latch on you to are being anti meatball. No. She loves you for it. You want her to love you, don't she you? She does love me. Oh she, God, she loves me. So that's what it is. Yeah, Heather would be holding her, and and Heather would be like, "Oh, you want to hang out with Mama?" She'd be like, "No." Auntie Sarah, and then then she then I'm to Auntie Meatball, but still Auntie Meatball. <laughs> so if you embrace this person of Auntie Meatball, like this meatball, is one thing. Like, isn't that something that like the Jersey Shore people said? Probably. I, I swear that was one of the things that they said. Like, oh, he's a meatball. Yeah. Did well, they? That's what you have to embrace. No, I'm not embracing jack shit about You're being anti meatball. meatball. But I think though, here's the branding thing. Like, imagine this. Imagine branding different kinds of foods like anti-meatball and it'd be a picture of your face like anti-meatball approved and we could stamp that on things we could make shirts oh i don't like this definition in the urban dictionary about meatballs what is it because if i'm meatball is a fat narcissist especially one prone to deception and theft oh you're not that kind I'm of meatball. i'm not that kind of you're meatball. anti-meatball i'm an anti-meatball you're a fun-loving meatball so i'm picturing I'm a this. fun-loving it's <laughs> not like a fun-loving criminal but fun-loving meatball uh, no. So uh, what I'm thinking, though, is we have, you know, just a picture of your face and then over the top of it, you know, in like big balloon letters in, in like encircling it, it says anti-meatball. And it's like a smiling face of you. And we use that for branding on all kinds of different It's like, just foods. reminding me of Aqua Teen Hunger Force where they have the, it, isn't there meatwad? There's meatwad. <laughs> there is meatwad. Isn't he a meatball? He is a meatball. Yeah, meatwad I don't want to be meat. Like, You're not who that. looks at that and they're like, I want to be the meatball. No, I'm looking at this more as like, you know, the celebrity chefs that like brand their own But I don't products. cook. It doesn't matter. Anti-meatball doesn't have My to cook. My grandma bought me a crock pot for Christmas eats. 14 years ago. She died 10 years ago and I've never used it. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that you cook. You brand. You're a branding enterprise. That's what we're going to be doing. We're going to make anti-meatball into something. Other people will cook it. I don't want... You are going to be Do I have face. to be, like, meatball-specific? It I, has to can, be your face. Okay, but so it doesn't have to be all meatballs, though, right? No, but it could be anti-meatballs, blah, But that's, blah. like, the catchy name. Anti, anti-meatballs, Little Smokies. Anti-meatballs, uh, Chicken Apple oh, Sausage. God. Anti-meatballs, yes. Anti-meatball is brilliant. The, we're going to make some money off of this thing. So... Uh, the thing is, though, we need to get some headshots done really quick, and we need to get the branding done for anti-meatballs. Like, I'm thinking a line of shirts. It'll be an, almost in, like, that 80s kind of font uh, that, that will go over the top of it, like, like in a half circle over you, anti-meatball. And then it's you, like, smiling, maybe with your hands up in the air, like a, like a what like, happened? oh, boy. Like, oh, man, I love what meatballs. What am I doing here? Like, who meatballs. doesn't love meatballs? Wait, no, and but I thought you said it isn't meatball-specific. That's just the name. We got to start off with, with the meatballs, so. What anti meatballs? We'll brand meatballs? into other things. Why do we have to do food? You know that I'm not good at food. No, well, this is what it's going to be. You're going to have to do appearances. There's going to be a whole dress that goes with it, and uh, you always have like a little like chef's hat on, like a like a cook hat, something like anti meatballs here. Let's get the party started, and you just have like toothpicks and pockets full of meatballs, and you pass them out to all the kids. I mean, we've got a real whole thing going on right now. Like, this is a real branding opportunity for Anyway, us, I right? wasn't trying to brand anything. I'm just saying I thought that you might enjoy the fact that Eloise now thinks my name is Anti-Meatball. Uh, everybody thinks your name is Anti-Meatball Nobody now. thinks that's, my name is <laughs> Everybody knows you as Anti-Meatball. I wish I could carry around, like, a, a plastic baggie full of meatballs, and if someone passes me on the street. That's what I'm saying. people will say stuff sometimes, and I know that they're a lister, like they'll, but they won't stop. Like, they'll say something like, born here, and then just keep walking, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh. 
Oh, and I'm like, okay. If someone says, like, anti meatball. I wish yeah, I, then you just have like a Ziploc bag. I know, full I wish I could have a meatball and like give somebody a meatball. Here's a meatball for me. <laughs> anti meatball. Oh, God. Oh, no. I feel like it's trying too hard. Oh, it's just trying enough. I feel enough. like it's trying too hard. No. I feel like like the Papa John of meatballs, where he's just like, I'm Papa John. Yeah. Oh, didn't he get fired? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I, I feel like I'm just trying to force it. I don't want to... Fu- mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to force it, because quite honestly, I don't want it. Yeah, but it's too late. I don't want it. Sometimes we get things we don't ask for. I don't want... Well, you know? it doesn't matter. I don't think that we should waste anybody's time. I didn't want to be called Greg Nog. It's not my choice. Oh, Greg You Nog. didn't want to be called Anti-Meatball. Well, I'm going to be calling you Greg Nog from you this are day anti-meatball. forward, so you better be excited about you it. You are Anti-Meatball. Okay, Greg Nog. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Greg Nog and Anti-Meatball. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Those are our kooky morning shows. We can be- Names, yeah. <laughs> Greg Dog and Anti Meatball here with us in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, this is just so good. I don't even I don't even know where to go from there. I, I'm just trying to think of other opportunities. I mean there's definitely going to be, you know, I think appearances. Well, I just like don't I want said. to embarrass Eloise. Like I'm not gonna Oh, it's too late. I haven't embarrassed her. Well, not yet. She's not old enough to know the That's difference true. right now. I still have like what is she? She's almost two. I still have like 12 good cool year ants left, or cool ant years left. I believe you may be overestimating that. 14, yeah. Well, no, my friend's kid when is did 12 you start? she still thinks I'm kind of okay, cool. Okay, when do girls start turning into kind of brats? 11. Yeah, okay, so yeah. you've got you got nine years left. No, that, that makes happens. me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> before you're not going to be cool, but then you'll circle back around and then you'll be cool anti-meatball I'll be again. re-cool. Yeah, be like anti-meatball. When she's like pushing me around in my wheelchair. I'll be like, anti-meatball! No, no, around 14 or 15, if she develops a sense of humor, she'll think it's funny to have anti-meatball back in the picture. Then you can show up at the parties like, anti-meatball's here, and just have your plate of meatballs. Her friends will think you're weird. You're definitely going to be the weird aunt. I mean, that'll be the case. Yeah. I'm super going to be the weird aunt, because Michael's family is, like, all very, um, like, proper. Like, they're all, like, very nice looking and... You know, just like, la, la, la. I'm the weird one. Mm-hmm. I am. I am. Yeah. I'm zen with that. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-meatball. Oh, God, All right. Can we move so on good. from this? Yeah. Okay. We can We can move on. I'm just, I'm having a hard time. Um, all right. The, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just laughing at this so much. And your little smoky thing. I mean, we. I've really got some branding opportunities to work on with you. So I really we, enjoy my snack meats. You do. You are a snack meat. I do. Meat. Give me a crock You're pot a snack full person. of heated snack meats, and I am a happy yeah. camper. Yeah. All right. So I get too full if I eat, like, a lot of crackers and cheese. Like, if I eat the snack meats, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're not too full. Like, you're getting a comfortable full, but you're not, like, weighted down by, like, Anti-meat all the bread. Anti-meatballs, bologna snacks. Oh, I do love bologna. I did eat bologna yep. from the package Anti-meat by balls. itself. Yeah. There's just so many different things. I know. Well, we've got a lot, of, lot to work on. Maybe we can present anti-meatball... Next week. Probably not. Probably not what we're doing next week. What? No. We do need to... Oh, don't you dare. I will not. I won't. Okay. I promise. I promise I won't. That was it. Sarah just gave me the look of uh, a very serious I gave look. him the too far look. Yeah, too far. Yeah, I'm Pushing like, don't you... Yeah. All right. Well, what we are doing next week, though, I did want to bring this up really quick. So next Wednesday, January 3rd, if you are here in Portland, Sarah and I are going to be two of the four... Uh, panelists. Panelists. Yeah, that's the right word. Of the I Anonymous show which is presented by the Portland Mercury. It's going to be at Curious Comedy Theater. So they do this, I think, once a month. And uh, what it is is readers send in their most, readers of the Portland Mercury, send in weird rants and confessions all anonymously. Yeah, it's I 
I've been obsessed with it for years. And you can get tickets at curiouscomedy, I believe, dot org. Or MerkTickets.com, excuse me, MerkTickets.com. We'll post a link to it. But yeah, Sarah and I are going to be part of it. It's hosted by Caitlin Weirhauser. And then uh, it's myself, Sarah, and Julia Ramos. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be like fun. It. And Julia's awesome. Caitlin, of course, is just a delight. Yeah. Oh. And so they'll be well, reading hopefully. some of them, and then we'll judge them. Yeah. Is what's going to happen. So, so we're gonna fr- talk frankly, we don't know what we're doing, but come and find out with us. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, come down and hang and out with us. And Caitlin is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. So she And she asked us to be on it. So if she believes in us, well, by golly, I believe in us too, Greg. Yep, it's going to be great. So pick up your tickets, MerkTickets.com. We'll put a link to this episode on FunEmploymentRadio.com. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, I had a couple other things I wanted to get to. So what? Why don't we why don't we do this? I have I've had some submissions. Now for Ball Talk, I think you know that uh, I've been looking for a new theme song. I sure do. I don't know why the current one isn't good enough for you. Oh, uh, do you have it? I mean, it's just really an incredible feat of musical <laughs> wonderlands. Oh boy. Ready? Wait. That's me snapping, by the way, because I'm enjoying it so much. Well, that is the current the current standard bear for, for ball talk music. And right now, I am looking for some other stuff. So we had a few submissions. I wanted to just play a couple. Okay. And see what people thought. These are submissions from people, and we're still accepting submissions, but uh, just looking at some of the candidates. Oh, and this is for the new ball talk. For the music. new ball talk theme oh, music. Oh, that's nice of people to send So in. I believe this was sent in from Bucky. Bucky? Yeah. This sounds like the music that's played like when um, the lights go out and it's in Silence of the Lambs at the end yeah. when he's wearing those uh, night vision goggles. He's like kind of stalking through oh, the house. Oh, yeah, I can kind of see that. And yeah, I don't know if I'm getting a ball talk vibe from it. But I like it, though. I do, yeah. It's like sexy in like a serial killer way. Hi. I'm going to murder you. I've been looking outside your window all night. I smell your socks while you sleep. Ew. That was a little... Seem too real, too natural right there. Your bangs looked a little long, so I trimmed them for you. <laughs> oh, that's creeping me out. Okay. I, I like just, that one. Thank you, I Bucky. Do. Yeah. All right. So that one's from Bucky. Uh, we have, let's see, this one's from Liam. Liam. Is that Liam singing? I think so. I love Liam. <laughs> Liam. It's very like garage band singing. I like it. I think I like it more of a song because I, I feel like it's it's too it stands by itself. I feel like uh-huh. it would be distracting as a music bed. Okay. But I love Liam. Liam, you're my favorite. Liam favorite. is awesome. Hi, Liam. All right, there's one that Liam sent in. Uh, let's I love it. See. Liam's so talented. He is. He does lots of uh, lots of creative projects. He he absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got that uh, small souls. Our friends with the small souls. Oh, Brian in. and Brian. Yep, Brian and Brian. Uh, sent in a link to, uh, so actually, I think this is from Brian himself, uh, one of the Brian's, Brian himself, you'll have to figure out which Brian. Um, and, he has Brian. A, and he has it, yes, Dreadlock Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always afraid I'm going to mispronounce his last name, I think it's Dast. Yes, I yeah. believe that's correct. So he has an album of just movie music, it's just um, uh, a bunch of stuff on here, and so I picked out a couple, well, one of them in particular, that I thought, a lot of them are really, they're all Ooh. really good, but I don't know if they'd work for Ball Talk, this one might though. I'm Craig Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Yeah, I mean, it's very, like, 
It's aggressive. Which I, I was like this at. one. I think this works. Wait, let me listen to it a little, a little longer. First step in ball talk. But it has to be like quieter. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we could. Well, if you're if you're gonna mock mock, mock uh-huh. ball talk. Okay, it looks like in the live yeah. chat, people are people are liking this one. Okay, so that's what's called League Rules, and that's from Brian. Okay, I like that. I like that. And then that I've, is a good background, yeah, because it's kind of it's repetitive but not redundant. Yeah. And it does kind of have a driving force, which is what kind of ball talk is. It does. Because World of Crazy is more whimsical. Ball talk's more like, I'm a man. I'm a man. And here's the other one. So this is from Timothy. Ooh, I like the little... I feel like I would go and listen to this band. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh, I like it. I don't know if it's if it's ball talker. Yeah, I don't know if it like it. It's I don't know. It does. I don't feel sports when I think of that. Okay. I really like it though. I find it very pleasant to listen to. Okay. Well, again, you can send in your uh, your albums and your music. To funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And all of you all are so everybody. talented. That's so cool. Like, there, I couldn't just sit down and come up with a musical piece like that. Yeah. There is one other one that he sent in for a possible world of crazy band. Ooh, okay. <gasps> that sounds like the Snuggle Ups. Oh my God. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world. Oh, wait, no, I didn't hit it right. Oh, I like this. Yeah. It's like the inside of my head, but set to music. First up in World of Crazy. Do you want to do some World of Crazy with it? I mean, I guess we could, but you have to start it again. I don't like. Okay. But I, I like to feel out the. Or do you want to want to wait on it? I want to wait on. I feel like you're throwing this at me, and it's uh-huh. unexpected. Yeah. Like I didn't know that you were going to be Real doing this, one. Greg, and that's kind of rude. Real tough break. So on that one. why don't you not be rude uh-huh. and let me do my thing? Over okay. Here. All right. I really like that, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's from uh, Timothy. Sent that one in. Thank you, Timothy. Yeah, we've got some good candidates here. And again, keep on sending them in. If you have any ideas, even if you have like an intro, a new intro song, which is something that you know at some point we Wait, would did like you to send? It, did you send me the Timothy one? I just no, it. I didn't send it to you. I need to hear the beginning again. Where you want to hear it again right now? Yeah, I just because I want to know how to do my intro. That sounds like the beginning of Bittersweet Symphony. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Ooh, that does work. Yeah. But now I'm dancing to it, so it's distracting. All okay. right, yes. You want to go back to the other stuff? Yes, I'm going to go back to the other okay. one for now because right. I, I like that too much. So I need to listen to it a few times to get used to it because I'm going to okay. get distracted. All right. It. All right. I really like that, though. Okay. Thank you to everybody for submitting. Yes. Again, anyone who can make music is magic. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First stop out of Madison, Wisconsin. I've been there once. Beautiful place. I've never been there. Yeah. It was kind of neat. Yeah. It's um, a good story. Thank you. I was thinking about like going to a storytelling night and just telling that one. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think it would bring the room to its feet. Yeah. 
First up, a barber in Madison, Wisconsin, is facing charges after a customer accused him of giving him a bad haircut and snipping his ear. Uh-oh. Oh. I mean, not that's off, but a, it cut it, yeah. That's always a worry You have to have a lot of trust when you go to have somebody do your hair. Like, yeah. you know, they're really, it's it's a it's a bond. It's why I've never been able to go get, like, a, a hot razor shave. Like, I want to do Is that because I've heard it feels so good. going to have a bad day, so and then he's going to, like, slit your just, throat open? Yeah, I, I mean, I I trust our friend Gil. Southeast well, yeah, but Barber I'm saying about a stranger. Yeah, I know. So that's, but I'm saying I've never gone and got one, and I'm finally thinking about going to get one from, from Gil. Like an, a hot razor shave because I trust that he's not going to oh, yeah, slip and you know, or get mad at me all of a sudden. What if he does get mad at you? You don't. I mean, you've only I mean, known him for like eight years. Yeah, what I mean, if this so is far the day so he's good. Snap? You know, unless he's been holding up like a bunch of secret hostility towards me and he never. Well, nobody never really likes it. you. You just have to hope that it holds. That was out. so mean. I'm just that was so incredibly mean. If it was real, do you think I would <laughs> say that? No, but just how natural you just said that was <laughs> no. just like. Wow. You've, I'm sorry, I'm on one today. You've kind of. You are on one. With the anti meatball thing, I just kind of got my. Gosh. Yeah. Mm. Are you going to get more coffee? No. Oh. Greg. <laughs> Continue on with your, with your thing. Anyway, there has to be a level of trust. So of course, uh, Gil, uh, Southeast Barber Company, would never do this. So this is a 22 year old customer who walked into Ruby's Salon, this is in Madison, Wisconsin, with a simple request to the barber. Shaved the sides of his head with a number two clipper and cut an inch off the top of his hair. Well, what happened next was not what he asked for. So the barber, 46-year-old Khalid A. Shabani, uh, complained that the customer was fidgeting too much and began to twist the man's ear to get him to stop moving. That's weird. Yeah, uh, Shabani then allegedly snipped the customer's he ear with scissors. He twisted his ear? Why would you still sit there if somebody grabbed? Ear. I don't know. I, I would, would not, not be sitting there. sit there. Yeah, if a barber no. grabbed my ear, no. No, so the customer, so he then snipped at the customer's ear with scissors, causing it to bleed. Then the customer claimed that Shabani, after twisting his ear, cutting his ear, put on the number zero attachment on the clippers and shaved a bald patch right down the center of his hair. Oh my, that's horrible. <laughs> Yep, right down the middle that of his head. That is horrifying. Madison police, who showed up at the scene after the complaint was filed, said that the barber made the victim look a bit like Larry from the Three Stooges. That's what it was <laughs> described as. But why did he sit there and let this happen? I don't know. Uh, the shocked, bloodied, and newly partially blo- bald customer fled the salon as Shabani allegedly shouted after him, You wanted a zero, right? According to a police <laughs> report. Well, the customer went to another barber who shaved the customer's entire head to match the bald streak that was directly down the middle. Investigators arrested Shabani for mayhem and disorderly conduct uh, while armed. I don't know if it was armed with the razors, with the clippers. That was his arm? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so the arresting officer said, well, it's not a crime to give someone a bad haircut. You will get arrested for intentionally cutting their ear with scissors. Yeah. Uh, Shabani told the police it was all um, an accident. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. See, that proves though they have a lot of power. They do. It's true. A lot of trust needs to go into that. Greg, will you please get more coffee? No. Come on, everybody no, nobody likes, likes you. Me, so everybody it's fine. likes you. I like you. Mm-mm. No, you wouldn't even make coffee today, and it was your day because you were here first. That's the rule. Greg was here like a half hour before me. The you're first not selling. You're not selling studio. me on going to get you coffee. You realize. Craig, I'm do- please, please, I'm doing my segment. Please. 
No anti-meatball. I will admit. I got mm. All right. A Florida State Park is seeking some new employees with a highly specialized set of skills. So if you've ever dreamt of being a mermaid, they're looking for you. This is in Wikiwachi Springs. Oh, that's fun to say. Wikiwachi Springs State Park in Florida announced that auditions to be a mermaid, Greg, a mermaid, will be held on January 13th to fill new positions on its mermaid squad, which currently consists of 17 performing mermaids and three princes. I don't know if they're mermen or if they're like... That's the proper terminology, I think. Yeah, it says three princes. Where's this at? This is in Wikiwachi Springs State Park in Florida. Uh, so the park says it's seeking uh, performers who can portray convincing mermaids underwater, but they caution that it's harder than it sounds. Um, so the park publisher, uh, public relations manager, John Atheson, says it's not easy what they do, and a lot of girls find that out during the audition. So those auditioning will be required to complete a timed 300-yard endurance swim that features laps both with and against the current. Um, the aspiring 300 mermaids, yard, that's a long ways yeah, to swim. With, with and against, too. Uh, the aspiring mermaids must also then tread water for 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, he says it's important for the mermaids to be stronger than average swimmers. It's a dangerous job. You need to not only be able to save yourself, but save a fellow mermaid colleague if needed. What so do they then, do? What is the show? They pretend to be mermaids. Like It's one of those clear tanks. Oh. And then they go underwater and pretend like they can breathe underwater, and they do like their little mermaid dance things, oh. which sounds... Awesome, and I really want to see this. I do kind of want to see it. Yeah. So after you get through that, if you can make it through the 300-yard endurance test and the uh, 15 minutes of treading water, the How second How long do they portion, have to hold their breath? I don't know. The second portion of the audition will uh, call on prospective performers to do ballet-like moves underwater while officials work to determine whether they seem uh, comfortable and natural or panicky under the water. So it says uh, it's all about how comfortable they are. We encourage everyone to try out from every background. So those who pass that portion of the audition will then be subjected to a more traditional question and answer job interview. If you would like to be a mermaid in the Wikiwachi Florida State Park, uh, your the paid mermaid position starts at ten dollars an hour. That's it. <laughs> yes. That seems like a lot for a ten dollar an hour job. Yes. Uh, so if you'd like to, you have to. Uh, you can email wiki w e e k i h r at gmail dot com by January eleventh to reserve an audition. How much does it cost to go to the Mermaid Show? I don't know how much the Mermaid Show costs, but I mean they're currently having it, so I'm sure you could find out quite easily because they have seventeen current mermaids. Oh yeah, there we go. How much is it? Um, let's see. Fish tails. They perform underwater feats. Hmm, it doesn't say. It doesn't say how much it is. Oh, that's always suspect. Yeah, that's not. That's not a good way. All right. Well, from Florida mermaids to Florida man, a Florida man has been accused of misusing nine one one after he allegedly called it multiple times to complain about being served tiny clams at a local seafood restaurant. <laughs> he was very. Why mad would you keep on buying them? About the size of his clams. I think he got a, an order of clams that just would not suffice. Did Greg, not can I have work. coffee now, please? You said to wait a little bit. Are you kidding? You know that everybody loves you. Okay. Nelson Augusto of Stewart, Florida, uh, was arrested after he allegedly made multiple 911 calls from Krabby's Seafood Check. Krabby's Seafood Check is a good name. Mm-hmm. Well, he got some tiny clams at Krabby's Seafood Check. 
Well, uh, the police department said he was complaining that the clams he was eating were so small and he didn't want to pay for them. It all started because 51-year-old Augusto was on his lunch break and, quote, dying to eat some clams. Augusto told the website he was very disappointed when the restaurant wanted to charge him $12 for a plate of tiny clams. Well, when the restaurant staff refused to give Augusto a refund because also, by the way, he ate the tiny clams. Oh, see, that's the problem. You can't eat them and you then complain about them. You can't eat them and then complain. Well, he allegedly called 911 in hopes <laughs> that an officer would resolve what he perceived to be a miscarriage of justice. Instead, the dispatcher if told Augusto... If you ate them, you don't get to do that. No. Otherwise, call 911 anytime you're upset with service at a restaurant. Don't ever call 911 when you're upset with service at a restaurant. Unless, you know, the service entails like someone holding a gun in your face or something. Then that's 911 worthy. All right, so uh, so he called 911 uh, twice, trying to get someone to show up to check out the size of his clams to try and get him his refund. Oh, yes, and an officer did show up, but not to help him with his tiny clams, but to serve him a notice to appear in court uh, for misuse of 911. So it was an arrest, but the officer didn't take him to jail. He's due in court January 11th, um, but he, he says he did not intend to misuse the emergency system because he did not know the rules for 911. Oh, is he going to represent himself? Oh, yes. I don't, I I don't even so. have to look. I don't even have to look. The answer is yes. That's awesome. The answer is yes. He is absolutely going to represent himself. All right, and finally, my favorite story of the day. This is out of New Jersey. Headline what does reads, it take to be a public defender? Or, like, just represent people. Because I think that would be fun to go and just, like, represent people with, like, ridiculous cases like this. And just, are, just you know you're not going to win. Didn't you want to do that for some for one of I our friends? I wanted to do it for Scott Daly. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to be. <laughs> Scott Scott offered to let me ha- be the uh, his representative for his case. His case was ridiculous. He got a ticket for not having a, a ticket for the max. He got a citation for it, um, even though he was standing there pulling it up right then. It was a ridiculous case. Oh I could have gotten God. it thrown out. Could but you But I had have? to work, yeah. I would totally go and represent people. I know you would. This is a travesty of justice. This man loves clams. It's the one thing that brings pure joy to his life. And he was robbed of that joy on this day. By the cold, heartless people of Krabby's Crab Shack or whatever it's called. Yeah, I could definitely do this. It was, um... I'd have a tweed jacket. Definitely Krabby's tweed. Seafood Shack. Tweed jacket. Wear some glasses. Please stop saying tweed. Tweed. A tweed jacket. Tweed jacket, glasses. Man, I could totally do this. If, if anybody out there wants me to represent them... In a case of, if you know, if just assume you're going to lose. Then you have bigger but, problems. Than- <laughs> but we could actually, I think this could really work. I may, be, I may be the wild card that gets you out of something. I'll sweet talk the judge a little bit. All right, are you done? I think this could really work out pretty well. Greg, I want to read you my favorite headline of the day. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. It's from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Man afraid of Tasmanian devil. You remember Taz from the cartoons? Um, yes, I'm aware of what the Tasmanian Have you seen this? Devils. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Man who is afraid of the Tasmanian devil says Wait, that it's... afraid of... Afraid of Tasmanian devil. Wait, like the the actual animal or the cartoon? Let me... I, I'm pretty sure it's the cartoon. Yes, the cartoon. 
He's afraid of the test. He's afraid of How? Taz, the Tasmanian devil. Let me get through the, the headline. Okay. Man afraid of the Tasmanian devil says that his father-in-law has been terrorizing him with his bushy toupee. What? I'm so confused. Man afraid of the Tasmanian devil says that his father-in-law has terrorized him with his bushy toupee. So he's trying to look like the Tasmanian devil with the... Yes. This is what he's claiming, that his father-in-law knows his fear, and he's trying to use it against (laughs) him. A 36-year-old Staten Island man who claims to have had a lifelong phobia of the Tasmanian devil cartoon has accused his wealthy father-in-law of making his life a living hell by menacing him with a bushy toupee that looks like the manic children's character from the cartoons. Imagine your life, this is what, this is your biggest fear. That's your biggest fear. Like, this is the biggest thing to And he's 36. This is a man younger than myself and you who is afraid of the Tasmanian devil and My thinks that his father-in-law's father-in-law. toupee is terrifying. I feel sorry for the poor woman that married him. Yeah. Well, the situ- I'm going to guess she knew what she was getting into. Uh, so the situation has gotten so bad that supermarket mogul Yunz Dole, uh, 62 years old, was arrested on felony charges for violating a restraining order that the 36-year-old filed by waving his devil hairpiece at his son-in-law. <laughs> All right, so this guy, so the Staten Island man, uh, what's his name, Mazen Diem, uh, said, Diem said he walked in as, uh, and because I was already there. He removed his wig, made hand gestures. It's just a very large fear of mine, his damn wig. Him and his hair reminds me of the Tasmanian devil hair. I truly and genuinely have a large fear of wigs now. It's a genuine a fear. fear of wigs. I have nightmares. Diam says he's had a debilitating fear of the wild Warner Brothers Taz character for as long as he can remember. Again, adult grown man, 36-year-old Mazan Diam says, It always has made me very anxious. I mean, I'm taking a look at the picture. The guy does have, it's, it's quite a mop of hair that he's got on there. Well, court papers say the situation, which has been going on since at least 2013. I feel bad for the wife. I mean, like, you're trying to, like, deal between, like, some something ridiculous like this between your husband and your father. This has been going father. since 2013? 2013. Wow. Well, it came to a head, uh, so they were all attending a funeral, because that's the best place to, um, you know, make it all about yourself. They were both attending a funeral in Brooklyn last month when Dole, who's the father, uh, stood in Diam, the 36-year-old man-child's uh, direct line of sight and proceeded to grimace, snarl, and gesticulate, <laughs> which made the wig all the more menacing while wiggling around the toupee. <laughs> I mean, you can't really blame him. Diam's attorney, uh, attorney, Robert Garson, confirms his client's unusual phobia by comparing the hairpiece to an actual animal. Oh, Jesus. Attorney Garson says, Mazen is very scared of this guy who looks like he has a rabid badger on his head. It troubles him greatly. Well, it seemed to work a little bit. Dole faces charges of criminal contempt and uh, aggravated harassment. He was also charged with criminal mischief in Staten Island County Court. I'm talking about the father-in-law doing that. I mean, if you've been dealing with this for four years... And you see him, and you just go up and do the Tasmanian devil. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That I, was kind a of really funny. good Tasmanian devil. Mm. Do it again. I don't know if I can repeat it. Oh, that was so good. Do it yeah. again. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, I don't know about you that. You kind of sounded like Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, that didn't really yeah. work. 
All right. Uh, so Dole, in fact, then sued his son-in-law for defamation after photos of him being arrested surfaced on social media. Uh, so Dole's attorney says it's a family dispute, and I believe at the end of the day the criminal dis- uh, cases will be dismissed, and it will be shown that Dole, the wig-wearing Tasmanian devil-looking father-in-law, has done nothing wrong. I will keep you posted. The tale of the Tasmanian devil wow. wig. Wow. That is so ridiculous. That is pretty amazing. That is his biggest worry in life, is that his father-in-law's toupee reminds him of a cartoon character. He would never be able to go to, like, a theme park or anything. Because, I mean... Or, you know, I've known a lot of people growing up who had a lot of Looney Tunes tattoos. Oh, God. And I'm sure there's people listening that have Looney Tunes tattoos. But, uh... Where are you going with this, Craig? Yeah, I, I, Dig I, yourself a hole. I'm digging myself a hole. Here's That's what I was going to do. Okay, yeah. Keelan is asking, so could who would Greg represent? I would definitely... Oh, man. I think it would be more fun to represent the guy who's afraid of the Tasmanian devil. I'm on the side of the other dude, but I think it'd be more fun to represent that guy. Oh, he's such a... Just to try to come up with reasons of why, ridiculous reasons of why the other man is so terrifying. Oh, I think that you're doing it all wrong. I think it would be fun to go into the father-in-law. The crazy father-in-law, are you kidding me, where he's doing like... With like flinging his wig at... Well, on the other side, it would be fun to just mail like Looney Tunes stuff to the guy like anonymously and things like that. Mm -hmm. That would be fun too. Oh, yeah. Just mess with them. Yeah. Like tape little tazzes. Like uh, I would like totally look up some mm-hmm. like, um, like secret like mental torture, mm-hmm. like some sort of, like I like get like clothes with pockets that are like shaped like, you know, like the Tasmanian devil. Just like but wear colors that are all like you know different shades of. It brown. seems like it would be a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Maybe it will be. They're making a new season. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That is somebody's biggest lot in life is that his father-in-law looks like the Tasmanian devil. And that's your world of crazy. <laughs> Stop doing that. It was so creepy. Tasmanian devil was one of my favorites growing up. I awesome. bet. You awesome. kind of identified with him, didn't you? Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. All right, let's do a little bit of uh, ball talk. You want to do a little bit? Yeah, let's, Should we let's use the old a... song for now? Uh, yeah, go ahead and use the old one, one yeah. for now. But let us know what you think of the ones we played and if you have another one. Go ahead and send it on in. Yeah, this has got to go. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Well, it paid off to be a teammate of John Wall in the NBA over Christmas because he bought all 15 of his teammates $40,000 Rolexes. $40,000 Rolexes. I don't think I could ever pay that kind of money for a watch. No. Are you kidding me? I'm scared to like get in to get my new car because I'm afraid to have something like super nice. I don't like having super nice things because it like it's too much pressure. Yeah, it stresses me out. Yeah, I and would I, just lose it. That actually explains a lot about me. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, like that's why I kind of like to keep my possessions and price points to a minimum. Yeah. All right. Well, it makes sense. All right. Well, anyway, forty thousand dollar Rolexes. That is a ridiculous amount of money for that. Moving on to ball talk. It's just a little smattering of balls today. Just a little bit. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. A-Rod in the news. Do you know who A-Rod is? Yes, I'm a human being. I Alex know who A-Rod Rodriguez. Is. 
Do you know who he's dating now? Yes, Jennifer who? Lopez. Yes, he is Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. No, I just watched um, The Wedding Planner when I was in oh. Bremerton. God, that movie is awful. The worst one but I ever. But she does had... not age. She does not age. No, she looks... she's still hot. No, that's from 2001. You put a picture of her from 2017 to like 16 years later, exactly the same. No, it's, it's, it's trippy. Jennifer Lopez is a is a good looking lady. I feel like her and Alex Rodriguez just kind of like just tell each other they're pretty back and forth until they both get tired and go to bed for the night. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Always in like swimsuits. And they're too. just grooming themselves. They have like matching uh, robes, and they have huge no. They're not mirror. grooming themselves. They have somebody grooming them. Like they each have an assistant that like like he's constantly getting his hair cut, and she has. And somebody they sit there and they hold hands hair. like I love you, babe. I love mm-hmm. you, babe. And they like hold hands, and they're both wearing their big fuzzy like white robes, and she's like smoothing. Always using like hand skin. sanitizer after they touch so each other. So they're getting they're like, oh yes. But then they touch each other again because they love each other so much because uh-huh. they know that the only other person who's more beautiful than they are is the other person. Well, the only person that could come close to how beautiful they are. Could come close. Is the so other they're person. both like, all right, you're close. and like, they You're both beautiful. Know no, that they're you're the beautiful. beautiful you're beautiful. Even no, though I don't find beautiful. Alex Rodriguez attractive. He just kind of looks whatever. Anyway. Well, in the news now is that Jennifer Lopez is apparently helping Alex Rodriguez Put together a CD. She has a this recording studio. This is what happened studio. with Benifer and it worked out poorly. What? Did, did Ben Affleck put out an album? No, but he was in all of her music videos. Do you not remember it when he was all like spray tan? Oh yeah, no, I was. Like, right? He was no, in he Jenny did. from the Block. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the Block. You can't say it without saying I'm still, I'm still. But um. Wow. Huh. So I'm saying, like, she has to involve whoever she's dating, like, as her man candy for her in her music career. Remember, he looked so weird, all like spray tanned, and they're like grinding mm-hmm. at each other. It was so it awkward. Was really awkward. That was an awkward. That was an awkward couple. time. It did Benifer. not work well. Benifer. That was the first like mixed name. Did you ever too, watch wasn't a, it? Um, I'm pretty sure Benifer was. What was their movie? Jersey or Geely? Geely. I remember that. I watched notoriously it. that. So did I. God, it was bad. Oh, that's terrible. It was really, really bad. Anyway, uh, what's A Rod and Jennifer's name? I don't think they have one. J Rod. I don't know. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be J Rod, I would think. It's the only one I can think of. Alo. Low Rod. Low Rod. Apez. Apez. I'm not sure. I don't know if there is one. All right, but anyway. Gen Jersey Rod. Girl. That was the other one I was thinking of. Thank oh, you. Jersey Girl. That's the one that they were I knew in there together. Was Jersey something. Geely was the. That was Ben Affleck, but I don't think that was her in it. Uh, Jersey, Jersey Girl was what I was thinking yeah. of. Oh, yeah, with the girl from the um, the Pepsi commercials. Remember the little curly-haired girl? Yeah. Wasn't she from the Pepsi commercials? What was she in? She was in Jersey Girl. She was a little was? girl in that. Oh. You know who her brother is? <laughs> no. Lex Luthor. Um, you know, uh, God dang it. What's his name? Oh, the guy with the punchy face? Yeah, the guy with the punchy face. Oh, I hate that guy. He's very unlikable. Yeah, that's her brother. No. That makes sense. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I was a, I'm glad we figured that out in real yeah, time. Yeah, we, we did work that out. Anyway, A-Rod uh, working on an album at J-Lo's house. So uh, he says, they're saying that it's not going to be released. It's just going to be for friends and family. But you know it's going to be That's like the worst. Okay. So if you see it anywhere, please. Send us our way. Send, Send it our way. way, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, there we go. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Just got a couple of things. Uh, it looks like Vince McMahon of the WWE is possibly going to launch a relaunch the XFL, the Extreme Football League. It was a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. It's a to kind of a, they did it in the off season when the NFL wasn't going on. But the rules were a lot more lax, and people could put whatever they wanted on the back of their jerseys. Do you remember He Hate Me? No. Okay, well, anyway, that was, there was a player who had He Hate Me. That's the most famous XFL player I can think of. Anyway, uh, it looks like he is gear- gearing up to relaunch the XFL to go head-to-head with the NFL. Boo! That's going to go well. It's not. Um, <laughs> moving on to ball talk. Finally, we'll just do this, since I know we need to wrap up here. There is some drama in the world of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if you know a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, a.k.a. Dan Bozick, um, bring up the name James Harrison to them and see what they say. So James Harrison, 39 years old, almost his entire life he's been a, uh, or his, his entire career, he's been a Pittsburgh Steeler. Like, he's one of their, like, probably going to be in the Pittsburgh Steeler Hall of Fame or Ring of Honor, whatever oh, they call it. Oh, I even recognize like, his face. Yeah, James Harrison is synonymous pretty much with the Pittsburgh Steelers. However, he's 39 and he was let go by the Steelers. I believe it was last week. And he was not picked up from from waivers by anybody. They just let him go because he's been on and off injured. But he's he's not right now. However, they did let him go. Hmm. Which is kind of a weird move with just a couple of games left in the season. But what he did is he went and signed with their biggest rivalry. (laughs) So the two top teams in the AFC are the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots. And those two teams hate each other. It's a real fierce rivalry between the two of them. And James Harrison went, went on over and signed with the New England Patriots. So he will be playing with them throughout the playoffs, possibly meeting up again. I cannot wait to watch that game if they do meet up. In the playoffs. And now all the Pittsburgh Steelers, a bunch of them, are coming out and saying that they don't like James Harrison. I don't like him. And that uh, he's tarnishing his legacy. Or whatever, he's continuing his career because he was... Hey man, if you let go. Yeah. Well, I mean, mean, if you're going to go, if you let go, you're 39, you still have a little bit left in you, why not go sign with a team that could very well win the Super Bowl? I don't think he owes him anything. But anyway... They hate him now. So bring that up to the Pittsburgh Steelers fan that you know. Okay, we will do. I'll leave it at that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I like anything that'll agitate Bozik, so yeah, we'll oh. bring that up oh, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Good talk. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We've got a couple more things to tomorrow that I want to bring up. i got a couple of questions I want to ask people. Okay, about what? Uh, I'll, I'll save it for tomorrow. Okay. It's very mysterious. Very, very mysterious. Some and we do also, are, so is our guest going to be separate from the show? I think we'll probably incorporate it into the show. Okay. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. But Matt Bronger will be stopping by tomorrow. Stopping by Fun Employment Radio. So Matt Bronger will be joining us. Cool, cool. Live on Fun Employment Radio. Woohoo. I'm going to go home, and I haven't had time to really unpack yet. I'm going to go home. Watch some more of my trashy show, The Magicians, that I've been watching. Oh, Greg, you might have to watch it. It's so terrible. The Magicians. Yeah, it's just, it's the worst. Okay. Slash the best. Okay. 
What is it about? It's like uh, Harry Potter on like pornographic steroids. I'm interested. I know, but it is so like profanity I've is been unlimited. El Chapo. Like Have they, I told you that that I'm watching El oh Chapo. Oh my god! Anyway, so I, I will tell you because I know that this might disappoint you. Like it seems like there's no limits on the use of profanity. However, I've not seen any boobs. Oh. Less interested. <laughs> I figured. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really, really do appreciate it. You are all awesome. It is lovely to have you tuning in to our We show. do love you. We missed you. Yes. And we'll be back tomorrow. We will be back tomorrow. 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 Live at noon o'clock tomorrow. Awesome. Noon o'clock Pacific You're doing time. great, Greg. Still have some time to fill. Keep going. And, of course, send us an email anytime, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I'm glad you already forgot about the earlier part of the show. No. Please don't ever call me. I have forgotten. <laughs> did you think I forgot that I wasn't going to round out the show with an anti-meatball reference? No! <laughs> no, that is not forgotten. No, let's guess. Uh, Greg Nog and Meatball. <laughs> Greg Nog and Meatball in the mornings. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, We're following our dream, Greg. Woo. Yes, we are. Also, uh, big shout out to Joffrey. Uh, I think Jeffrey or Joffrey? Jeffrey. And uh, finding his lovely Bridget. We are so happy for you. Absolutely. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com.